Smooth. It's your boy M. Dow. We back here again for another episode with you guys. Smooth for uh, from Step Into the Light, Step Up to the Mic podcast. Um, we got a special guest in the building, uh, Miss Jasmine Irvin, who is uh, the proprietor, co-business owner of Classic Clouds Hookah Concierge. Yeah, She's definitely nice. here. And we're going to chop it up. We're going to ask her a bunch of questions. She's going to explain the business. She's going to explain her background. Those we're going to have a hell of a, hell of a, hell of an episode. Uh, Smooth, what's going on, brother? How are you? I man, I can't call it, bro. You know, I'm out here living another day. Um, how you living, though, man? Family good? Everybody hey, good? Everybody good. You know, son getting big. You know, wifey good. Everybody good. You know, just got to take a step at a uh, day at a time, step no at doubt. a time, and just keep pursuing what I want. You know what I mean? I can dig that, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, Miss Jasmine, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazingly well. Um, yeah, everything's good over here. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so we got you. Uh, we, we got you here today to talk about uh, classic hookahs. I uh, see. I done messed it up already. Classic clouds. Oh, <laughs> no, it's classic clouds. Hookah concierge service, aka yeah. just classic clouds. There we go. Yeah. Talk to us. Oh. There we go. There we go. I'm messing with you. I'm giving you a hard time. So, all right, yeah. So, go ahead and um, go ahead and tell the folks about your business. Let us know what's going on. Okay. So, pretty much, it's a hookah concierge service, and what that means is that we bring the hookah, and you know, with the hookah comes the vibe. We bring the hookah and the vibe to you. Um, as of right now, we have about seventy-five to eighty hookahs in our inventory. Um, so we do large-scale events. We do small backyard parties. Um, we have a vendor option where we um, actually just come out to events and sell our hookahs to the guests at events. Um, that's pretty much the gist of things. Um, we also sell hookahs and shisha. So I want to add that in there too. Okay. All right. That's super convenient. And y'all sell these at parties too? Y'all sell the hookahs and all that stuff? So... At parties, we have a classic mini package. And what it is, is a portable hookah. Nine times out of 10, when we're wrapping up at the end of the night, people don't really want to be done with hookah. So we'll sell our mini package. It's um, pretty much portable hookah, shisha, lighter, cold, everything you need to have your own little session. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Hey, that's not bad at all, for real, for real. I yeah. like me some hookah too, especially after the little, little syndig or something. Mm-hmm. What, bro? I'm still trying to smoke some hookah. Exactly. I yeah, I'm one of them cats. That's what's up. So quick question. Quick question, Jazz. Is it just available in the tri-state area or like what, what's, what's the concept of your delivery system in regards to like how far do you guys go out? So as of right now, it's definitely just available in the tri-state area. Um, as of right now, again, the farthest we've been is Philly. Obviously, um, traveling will incur costs, but I think that for the right price, we're, we would definitely travel. Obviously, yeah. Okay, that's not bad at all. And you and you and you started in Delaware or Philly? Where where'd you start at? Started in Delaware. Started in Delaware. Is that where you're from? That is where I'm from. Yes. Okay, born and raised. That's what's up. Absolutely, yes. Okay, all right, no doubt. So what high high school you went to? (laughs) I went to Saint Elizabeth's High School. Ew, Elizabeth. Where the heck is that? Ew. First it's in Wilmington. It's in Wilmington. Then over West Side, one nine eight zero five. Okay. Um, yeah. Listen, WP is where it's at. WP, you know William Penn. That's all we. That's Cherry and Black. You know that's biggest school in Delaware. You know it got the name for the for the sake of it. It's, that's that's the school right there. Right, right. That's the school right there. 
Joe, did you graduate from high school? You look a little young. You said, did I graduate did from high school? From high I look school. a little young. That's crazy. Yeah, you probably... in high school. No, I did not actually. I, mean, I graduated I probably school. about 11, 12 years ago. How old are you? I am 29. Oh, see? That's why you look young. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that, that though. Yeah, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, black going crack. You know, that's you know, we gotta, we gotta. Well, I'm 36, so. What? I honestly that, thought you was in your crack. 20s, but that's what's up. Yeah. Wait, 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 Wow. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, look. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and and, and get down to these questions because I want I want to pick your brain a little bit. Um, you know, and 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 see what's going on. So, how how did the idea come to you for for your hookah business? Hmm. That's the question everyone asks. So, Mr. Joe, Mr. Lamite, I'm not sure mm. if you guys got a chance to go to uh, my Instagram. The story of our business is actually posted on our Instagram. Um, it's at classic clouds hookah that's classic underscore clouds underscore hookah that's on Instagram right so pretty much what happened is I have these delusions of grandeur uh, my fiance tells me I'm a fake ass celebrity so my <laughs> hobby my thing is going out popping bottles standing on couches you know living the life mm -hmm. um, so we happen to be in DC me and um, my business partner actually her name is Kishana Holmes um, we happen to be in DC we ordered a hookah um, the guy came over, he had on like a dirty white t-shirt, some dirty basketball shorts, mm. and we're in the middle of a club. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so I gave him $50 for the hookah, which to me is a bit expensive. Um, I actually gave expensive. him 60 and he asked me, did I want to change back? And I, got, I was kind of scared, like, uh, no, you can keep it. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> you. So my business partner turns to me and she said, um, bitch, excuse me let's get this money. And literally that's how I started. So basically um, turned a hobby into a business. Okay. I respect well, I'm that. I'm uh, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's not, um, that's not a bad way to start off. Yeah. So, so, so hold on quick question, right? When you was in that club in DC and you seen that dude come with dirty white tea, did you say to yourself, man, if I ever start this hookah bit, I am never allowing my people to come out looking this, type of way or because it's kind of a disservice to the to the guests that you're serving right did you kind of come to that as a as a thought like nah this ain't it absolutely um and one of the primary goals for classic clouds is a1 customer service that's before hookah shisha anything is a1 customer service we want you to feel like everybody is family um so there is that <clears throat> what was your question again? Just say it one it more was, time. It was another no, no, no. It, it was it, it was just the, about the this the um how did how people dressed. Did oh, you, the appearance. Did you say that? Yeah, the appearance of the person presenting the hookah. So yes, um, appearance is important as well. Um, for our female hookah hosts, we ask that they you know come presentable. You wear makeup. Um, we have uniforms. Um, people have to be clean. You have to be well dressed. Um, my business partner is big on the color white. 
So <laughs> you can imagine how hard it is to stay clean, serving hookah, hot coals, um, yellow shisha, and white. But we do it and we manage um, because, yeah, appearance is sometimes what sells, unfortunately. Man, it's a good thing it's a bad sense. thing. Yeah. So, so when when you say appearance, are you talking about the appearance of women and men that are a part of your hookah business, or are you just talking women about just men. the women? And, okay, absolutely. Right. So even when I say appearance is what sells, when we get there, we set up. Um, our setup is beautiful. It's not just placing hookahs out on a table. Um, we have a beautiful tablecloth. We have a beautiful picture frame. Um, we really want to sell this idea that you should be doing this. The first mm -hmm. thing we do is set up our own personal hookah. Because if I see you smoking hookah, I'm going to want to smoke hookah. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's a method to all the madness. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, that's dope. All right, well, shoot, what else? All right, let's see. So, um, so when you started off with your business, right, how much capital did you have to invest? Um, and this is mostly for the young entrepreneurs, right, that's scared to, you know, people feel like you got to start off with a whole bunch of money in order to start somewhere, you know what I mean? Can you, can you break that down for us, please? So I'm going to answer your question. And to answer your question, um, initially we were supposed to invest $500 to $1,000 max, right? So that was our initial investment. But once you start your business and you see it grow and progress, you have to keep up with that, right? Mm -hmm. So if the momentum is going, you have to have the capital to put behind it. So one thing that was important for me was having good credit. Because even though I might not have had the cash or um, disposable income to put into my business, I had the credit. And knowing that the business was doing well, I knew I would be able to pay off whatever I used um, and take care of whatever bills I accumulated because of the business. See, um, so, so I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I want to say all together, we probably spent like, like $3,000. Okay, that's not bad at all for a start for a startup. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not bad at all. And I'm glad you spoke about credit, right? Because a lot of folks, a lot of our folks, right, don't know anything about credit until it's, you know, last minute. You know what I mean? Um, you, I'm sure you started establishing credit at an early age. Um, did you have any, you know, type of type of hacks or methods that you use to help build your credit in order for you to get approved for your like business plans and all that stuff so i would say I, I know that for our community the black community um maybe my generation i would say credit mm -hmm. wasn't something that we talked about it was just something that nope. dealt with when you got older right right but the one thing that my mom did instill in me was to always pay your bills on time so <laughs> i pay every credit card i've ever had on time um i pay every car note every mortgage anything that i've ever had has always been paid on time um that's not going that's not i'm not saying to you that i always have um the money on the back end because sometimes you might have to rob peter to pay paul granted i'm not in that position now but previously you know when i was younger but um you got to just pay your bills i feel like that's that's first and foremost obviously keep, keeping your credit limits under 30 percent um you well on your way to 700 no questions asked so yeah drop them gems jazz drop them gems they gotta know these type of things drop them absolutely uh, so diving back um how did you how did you and your business partner meet like were you like explain that how did you guys came together so 
Oh, I've known her forever. I don't even know how many years. Neither here nor there. Um, we met when we were younger. Um, we were friends in school. I'm not going to say that because we weren't friends in school. I didn't meet her until I was Whoa. in college. No, because I, I had to think about it. I'm, I'm a little bit older than her. So I hate lying. So I didn't want to lie. That's why I had to catch myself. <laughs> but um, I'm a little bit older than her. I think I was done school when I met her, but she probably was still in school. Um, and we just built a friendship thereafter. Um, it was like nothing specific or anything like that. Okay. Now, do you guys clash a lot with the business? I, I know, you know, speaking on Ooh, me. The face said it me, let, Yeah, speaking on me, me and Smooth here, like we, 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 we can clash sometimes in regards to like a topic or, you know, how we address certain things. Do you guys clash in the, in the terms of the business? Like with mm -hmm. your ideas? Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Everything is an opportunity to learn. So we do clash a lot, right? Um, for instance, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme that's going around lately. It says something to the effect of my goal next year is to stop spending money like I'm a, or like I sell dope or something like that. That's right. me. <laughs> I mean, I started this podcast telling you like fake ass celebrity, neither here nor there. Um, we do butt heads when it comes to the budget. Um, because at the end of the day, I want to make sure my um, customers have premium service, premium Cisha, premium hookahs. And um, in the grand scheme of things, if you think back to when I said that our initial startup was supposed to be five to a thousand, it ended up being 3000 because, you know, there was just certain things that I wanted. Um, fortunately, me and my partner have learned to compromise. Um, we have learned to talk um, and meet in the middle. So it's very important. Mm -hmm. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it takes people years to figure out that chemistry and when to or learning how to compromise. So that's dope that y'all did yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, no doubt. No I doubt. think um, it's important to, to just know who the other person is. Everybody has their strong suits. Everybody has their weaknesses. And knowing your place um, and being okay with your position is very important. Um, everybody's not a follower. Everybody's not a leader or everybody doesn't follow well. Everybody doesn't lead well. I should say that. But establishing roles um, is definitely something that we had to do in order to move past a lot of our bumps in the road. Oh, wow. Speak. So do you think that it's hard for you to kind of balance this business and your personal life? <laughs> so I will say that initially, yes. As of now, no. But initially, um, my business is entertainment. My business is light life. I have a fiance, I have children. So taking that into account, it the business required me to be out the house. Nine times out of 10, it was after nine o'clock. So um, it did take a toll, um, but it was just a conversation, something that we had to work through. Any new business, um, you, you have to be present. When somebody mm -hmm. says, hey, I want your services, you have to jump. Maybe not as of now, maybe I can say, oh, well, I'm busy that day. But initially you gotta give it a hundred percent. Um, that's whether it's marketing. So me being on a scene and passing out cards or me, can you please book classic files? Like you got to do what you got to do. You have to hit the ground running. And then once you build up the momentum, then you can kind of slow down, fall back and sit at home. Um, I don't know if this is one of the questions you guys gonna, were going to ask me, but we came into this game. We came into this business. We have one goal, right? It wasn't one goal, but it was one major goal. And it was to post 
or do hookah um, vendor services for trap, the trap stock event, right? Mm -hmm. So when we start our, our business, we literally start out with six hookahs. We did our first mm -hmm. event with six hookahs. Um, and as I mentioned before, the whole going back and forth and me spending money and budget, like I literally had to jump off a cliff and say, you know what, I'm buying 75 hookahs, right? So of course that's, that's gonna be an issue. However, yeah. me taking that chance and my business partner understanding we were able to book trap stock. And since that time has been our largest event. We, you know, incorporated oh. all of our money that we spent and we still have money to put into our business and money to put in our pockets. Um, we had about 10 employees. We were able to pay them. Like it, it was a great, great um, experience. So. So don't, don't sell your short hit. So sell yourself short here. Speak on what trap stock is. Cause people to listen they might not know what trap stock is speak on what that is yeah like like me how big, i ain't how been in big, delaware in years how big oh, that is okay. in delaware speak so, on that speak on that trap stock is this an opportunity it's, it's somewhat of a play on words um as the woodstock event it's almost um a festival of people um listening to trap music um so when you listen to trap music what do you do you you drink you have fun you have a good time you dance you do hookah um, and they host upwards of a thousand, if not more people. So with us being the only hookah vendor there, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity for our business. Yeah. That's a great opportunity. Mm. Dang, oh. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah. You sold out that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, I believe it. You started at the right time. That's what's up. And how long <laughs> Trap Stop been around? Um, yeah, this was the third year. Yeah. This was the third, this past. Okay. Okay. Trap stop. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all new to me. I, I think I heard of it once. Um, I didn't go, obviously. I ain't been to Delaware in so long. All right. So you ain't missing nothing, brother. I, I'm I'm nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. All right, so so with you being from you're from uh Wilmington, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so you born in the city, right? Um that that hustler's ambition right like that that hustler mentality you know has that always been um a part of you or was that something that you kind of instilled later on in life or how did that go um so it depends on what type of hustling you're talking about <laughs> but yeah, money like as far as like the hustler mentality obviously i grew up over north side and from north side um, my parents still live in that neighborhood. I still am over there often. Um, but yeah, of course, I've ran into people who do things they shouldn't be doing, neither here nor there. It definitely um, plays a part in our business as far as, um, you know, taking risks, spending money to make money. Um, it's kind of, it, it runs around, excuse me, it runs along the same kind of lines. Um, was I always a hustler? Absolutely not. Um, I definitely had a little bit of anxiety um, before I started this. So with my anxiety, I don't know if you guys are um, up to date. You should be mental health, but yeah. <laughs> anxiety is simply fear, right? And at the end of the day, fear is something that doesn't really exist. Um, it's something that you can overcome. And literally, I swear to right before I started this business is when I had to, the business actually forced me to overcome my fear, fear of failing fear of not being productive, fear of not being liked, fear of being told no. And now you can tell me no all day. Um, I'm just gonna move along to the next person, next venue, next thing. So 
the business has definitely helped me. It's helped my mental health. Um, but yeah. Wow. So the business, I just wanted to tap in on that real quick, right? So you said the business has helped your, your mental health as Absolutely. far as you getting over anxiety, correct? Absolutely. Got you. That's that's very interesting. I, I, I would figure, right, you know, when you start in your own business, um, that anxiety would maybe get a little worse, right? Because you have so many things that you're controlling now or looking over. Um, and it's interesting that you say that. It kind of does the reverse for you. Well, I'm a jack of all trades. So okay. anything and everything I do, I do it well. So that wasn't my fear. However, I wasn't really, and, and Lamike can let you know, like I wasn't really received as a people person. Um, a lot of people um, assume that based on my resting, you know, face that I was <laughs> mean or I wasn't approachable and things of that nature. And this business has forced me to recognize it even though I knew I wasn't a mean person, let me check myself. Maybe my face is a little, maybe I could have spoke. Um, maybe I should speak up. So it, it forces you to, because this is just, this is my baby now. Yeah. So yeah. hold on. My Literally. Friend. No doubt. You good. You good. Yeah. So sorry about that. You good. But yeah. But just just to throw in a quick anecdote, right? Like when I met, when I met Jazz, right? I, I see it. I was like, yo, who's that? Who is she? She She's kind of pretty, you know, she looked cool, but it, it, I'm not even lying, it was the face. I was just like, oh no, if I go over there and say something stupid, she's gonna cuss me out. I don't want, right. I don't want that beat. And that's just me assuming that that face comes with a negative personality. And you can clearly see right now on the podcast, she's as bubbly as ever. She's she's caring, she's loving, and you know, she's not none of those things. Yeah, exactly. No, that makes sense. All right, that's cool. All right, so with your business, right? Like, do you plan on expanding or maybe starting another business? What's, what's your plan? Um, absolutely. Like I said, once you have that momentum, like the, you have to keep going, you got to roll with it. Yeah. Um, we are in the works of, you know, doing anything and everything. Um, obviously, eventually the goal would be to open up maybe like a, a lounge or something of that nature. Um, but yeah, we like, as far as, um, initially it was a concierge service. Now we're moving into, we're selling hookahs. And definitely, like I said, the next step is to open up, you know, brick and mortar where people can come enjoy the vibe and enjoy their hookah. That's where the money at these days. Yeah. Um, I just came from overseas, right? And hookah is huge over in Europe. Um, yeah, mostly in Europe, definitely, right? But, you know, when you go around these, um, let's say you go around like a military base mm-hmm. and that that local area doesn't have a hookah bar, but one, they're making so much money, it's crazy. And they selling it dirt cheap, you know what I mean? So I don't know how much a hookah costs out here in the States, right? Um, but I can guarantee if you were to take, if you were to sell those prices or use those prices in the States over overseas, yeah. man, I mean, I'm talking some lucrative, money right there it's crazy um so you are definitely in the right um field so that's what's up yeah 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 definitely i've been doing hookah for a while i was doing hookah when nobody else was doing hookah so when i tell you that it's a hobby it's something that i enjoy um i've always had hookah at my house um but yeah it it literally took for for that one day for my my business partner it took for her to push me 
and here we are. Yeah, you gotta take that leap of faith sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. so let me play, let me play devil's advocate. I'm play the bad guy real quick, right? You know, when you know when you see them tobacco commercials, right? Like I know everybody sees them and it says like hookah's a hundred times worse than cigarettes. How do you face that type of criticism starting your own hookah business? Because I know you probably got backlash. I know this ain't I know people probably say, yo, you why are you doing this? You're poisoning, da da da. How do you respond to that? So I'm not selling crack rocks, so I'm not poisoning <laughs> anybody. There's that. Um, but I haven't gotten any negative responses from it at all. Um, like I just said to um Joe, we're riding a wave. Like I didn't create the wave, I'm just riding it too. But um, no, I haven't gotten any backlash. Nobody has said or ever made any negative comments. Um I don't even know if that's scientifically proven. I don't know. I feel mm. like somebody just said it one day and people are saying it. Um, people have been doing hookah since before time, realistically. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesus did hookah. Sorry, Lord. But I'm just saying. No, <laughs> I'm you just have saying, a point, you know, though. That's a middle Eastern tradition. Iraq, mm. they, they, they already have the hookahs in their car. Like, yeah. this is something they do every day, all day. Yep. So it's new to us, but yeah. Yo, super new. And and you right though, because them folks mm-hmm. do be carrying around hookahs and they will. I left I left the crib one day. Um, this is when I was in, in Spain, right? And uh they, they might have had like a big festival going on or something like that, right? You literally have people sitting out their trunks with a whole hookah. You know what I'm saying? They got the they got their charcoal, they got their shisha lined up or um around their car or whatever on the ground. Like it's it's a real deal thing. Um yeah, so four minutes for sure. Uh hookahs. And I love them Jones, yo. I I love I, I love hookah too. I ain't, ain't gonna fry. I just wanted yeah, to be the bad straight. guy. But I love hookah, man. I ain't smoke hookah in a minute since my son was born, but I, I do love hookah. Yeah, I do love hookah. So let's let's dive let's dive back into these questions real quick. They're real good, you know what I mean? So, you know, being from Delaware, getting that Delawarean love. Um, do you think that Delaware is a good state to start a business? Um, I feel like anywhere you live is a good state to start a business. Why do I feel like that? Because you have to to build your following. And who is going to follow you first? Your community, those around you. So I would never like leave Delaware out. I always, whatever business I start, I would start here. Um, I definitely feel like you got to include your community. Those are going to be your, your number one supporters when you doing when you're doing well and when you're doing bad. So. Yeah, I, hmm. I feel like this was the right move. Oh, absolutely. Um, the absolutely. opportunity is always going to be there to, you know, expand and uh, franchise. Um, we do do a lot of traveling. I know we just got back from Atlanta last weekend. Like, just seeing hmm. what other people were off and seeing what other people were doing, um, you know, looking for space and things like that. So, um, yeah. So, diving into that, right, going forward, um, what about your business makes you stand out um, from the competitors? What's different from you guys? Now I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna, before you. I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard of a mobile hookah service. I, I've never heard of that ever in my life. And I'm 28 years old. I've never heard that. So are you? Are you guys the first to do it? Like, or is this just like? Have you heard? Have you seen this happen before? Like, what's going on? Hold on, on? one second. We gotta take a commercial break. Okay. <laughs> so in response to your last question, I've been given an answer. Is Delaware is one of the most popular states where people set up their businesses for liability and asset protection purposes. It also provides ownership privacy and efficient legal status for business disputes and tax benefits for assets. Business-friendly laws, 
obviously. We have a highly respected court of chancery that has a focus on resolving corporate disputes. Um, all judge, no jury that specializes in corporate law. Um, investors are um, likely to consider investing in your company due to Delaware's business friendly laws. Shout out to Shasha. <laughs> One of my right, leads, we, the host, we she actually nice. works shout at out, the city. Out. She works for the city of Wilmington, so she was able to provide that information for me. That's what's up. Oh, nice. Thank That's you true. very much Thank for you. that. Thank you. You got to build your team. You got to have the real right rap. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. We back on then. All right. So, um, all right. <clears throat> do you often have any, do you have any advice for future entrepreneurs that are kind of too scared? Like you said, you, you suffer from anxiety. You know, this was something that you kind of went in and what, and, and kind of helped you in the long run. Do you have any advice for people that are kind of too scared to start their own business? I don't have any advice because my business is still no you gotta think I just started maybe in April but when I tell you that we went to oh. the, um we went to DC that might have been in March damn so this literally just blew up like I said hmm. you gotta ride the wave you gotta follow the momentum um you gotta keep going you gotta keep pushing because at the end of the day like I said we started with six hookahs we did our first party with six hookahs um I think it's definitely important <laughs> That if you, if not a business partner, to have constituents, people that are going to tell you the truth, regardless of your feelings. Um, having a business partner for me is important because she keeps my head in the game as far as budget goes. Um, having a business partner for me is great because when I'm not available to do something, she's available to do something. So I feel like that was the best move for me personally. But even if you decide to go into something without a partner, you should definitely have people that you can reach out to, people that can offer you different perspectives. Um, and people that are going to obviously support you, but tell you the truth. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something Golly. that, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, nah, that's real. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, that's seriously. definitely real. I never even thought about it like that. Because um, think, thinking about it, right? You don't want a bunch of yes people in your corner because you might do say something stupid or try to do something dumb. And they'll be the one be like, Hey, you know, yeah, you should do it, dude. That sounds great. And then sometimes sometimes it's not. You need you need that you need that obstacle, that person that's gonna bug you, that's gonna be like, yo, I need you at your best. You need to do X, Y, and Z and get it to that point. So that I, I respect that. Absolutely. I think I mentioned earlier that I'm a jack of all trades. So for me, what that means is that I have this like creative fire in me. So my mind is always on 10. It's always on go. I always have these crazy ass ideas. And my business partner supports me to the extent that I'm not spending too much money. So it's like a checks and balances for us. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, I'm the creative, she's the financial person. Because um, mm. you're willing to spend that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I've heard you say that at least two, three yeah. times. So yeah. Remember what she right. said. I'm remember working she on that. She, she, <laughs> she liked to live like a celebrity. Remember that? That was early. That's facts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote, I, wrote it, I wrote it down when she said it. I wrote it down. I wrote that down. <laughs> I hear spinning that bread. All right, no doubt. Um, well, shoot. So let me ask you this then. Um, with you having your own business now, right? Um, how do friends and family hit you, you know, when it comes to let me get that discount, cuz, or you know, how can can you explain? Well, first of all, I, I want you to answer, right? Do they do you get that a lot? Mm -mm, I've never gotten that at all. That's good. That's good. Now, if wow. you did. 
Can you explain to the people how bad that is for business? Um, I can't because that's not, my family isn't like that. My family is the kind of people that are going to support you a hundred percent. Um, so they paying premium prices, if not tipping you, if not more. So I, wow. I can't speak from that perspective because I've never been in that type of situation. That's good. Um, I've never had a family member ask me for a discount. Um, it's been nothing but full support. Um, anytime anybody in my family starts a business, I got a cousin who's uh, um, like an up and coming rapper, support her full time. My fiance just started a detailing business family pays full price like so I, I don't come from that type of vibe so I can't speak to that that's good yo yeah <laughs> nah that's really good um I guarantee you right now we know at least we know at least five people that's probably started a business within these past 10 years right yeah. um ask them how many people have hit them with the yo bro let me get that discount everybody you know what I'm saying? everybody and, and it's crazy right because I don't understand like that's always been something that's bothered me you know, especially black folks, like I said before, you know, it's, it's not a lot of things that we own um, at all, right? So whenever a black person is starting up a business or something, right, the first thing out of the next man's mouth is, yo, bro, let me get that discount, man. Like, nah, dog, you're not asking daggone Ralph Lauren or somebody for a discount, you know? Why? So why can't you do that with your, with your fellow brother, sister, or whoever the case may be, you know, oh, spend, spend that money? Just to speak on that real quick, business partners, big on, we can't be afraid to ask for our money. Um, mm. He says it to me over and over again, because I'm all about, hey, you know, well, if you want to have 100 people at your event, I'll come out and I'll do the vending for free. She, it's a no-go with her. She says, we can't be afraid to ask for our money. Um, and that just goes back to, like I was saying, a compromising. Like, some things are important to her, some things are not important to me. And we have to meet halfway. But yeah, she she don't play about her money. No respect, now, as you should. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, that's 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 one thing. I, that's one thing I don't like when um, cause it kind of it kind of demeans the product in a way. You get what I'm saying? Cause mm -hmm. the next the, the 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 next man you're gonna give it for that original price, but your family comes in and you give it to him for pennies on the dollar. You're losing money, mm -hmm. and then first mm -hmm. off, you're demeaning the quality of the product, and you're promoting a negative business. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I don't like that at all. But hold on, we go. I'm gonna hit you with this. I'm gonna hit you with this one question, right? So you said earlier, I wrote this down. I'm taking notes. You said your goal was when you started was trap stop. Was am I correct? That's correct. So that was your that was your beginning goal. What's the what's the end goal? What's the end game? There is no end game now. Okay. So as long as the wave is going up, like I keep saying, we want to ride it. There is no end game. The sky is the limit at this point. Um, having goals such as that, it kind of limits you. And you got to think, if I just started my business in March and I was able to meet that goal that fast, track stop was August. I didn't even start it in March. Let me not say that. Um, the meeting or the, the us being in D.C. was in March. Bought our first hoopas in April, like around the first week of June is when we actually went live on Instagram, right? So you got June, July, August. We met our goal in three months. Why would I limit myself anymore? Knowing that I was able to obtain such a big goal in such a short amount of time. So at this point, it's no, the sky's the limit. If it's, if it's in our capabilities, we don't it. Um, and again, capabilities, credit is important. So, I mean, that's one thing we don't have to worry about when it comes to moving forward, um, buying or leasing property. So we're both good on, on that end.
Mm. So, I mean, you got to be conscious, like I said, of who you surround yourself with. Mm. Obviously, you know, um, I don't think she would have went into business with me or I would have went into business with her if, you know, we knew that credit wasn't important to either of us. So, yeah. Okay, no doubt. Mm. I like that. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Um, I definitely appreciate all your answers. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely seem like they are legit. You don't seem like a person who just sit here and, um, you know, say whatever you need to say just to get your business going. Um, Nah, you, uh, yeah, definitely was very genuine. I appreciate it. We both appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, So for the people one time, can you give out your social media handle and all that good stuff so they can find you and uh, get some of these classic, classic clouds? So you can book us anytime. (laughs) DM us. Um, Our Instagram is at classic underscore clouds underscore hookah. My personal Instagram, if you want to reach out, is at jazz is amazing. That's J-A-S-I-S-A-M-A-V-I-N underscore underscore. Um, if you want to reach us by phone, it's 302-298-1196. Um, any of those methods, you'll reach me or my business partner, and we'll be happy to help. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And they can, so if if I had some connects over in Cali, right, mm-hmm. that wanted to link up with you, all they got to do is just hit you up, and you'll go all the way out Cali and turn Absolutely. up out there? That's what's up. I'm all right. All right. I know some people now. They might hit you up to go over Spain or something. I'm just saying. (laughs) Absolutely. Go where the money at. I can do it. Absolutely. I can remember what she said for the right price. For that price, the money gotta be good. Right, yep. I wrote all I wrote all this down, brother. I was already out of the game, man. <laughs> don't That's try to put my bars, okay? I don't want to hear you saying stuff that I've said here. Nah, 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 nah. nah. That's all I'm confidential, you know what I mean? All confidential. I'm out here dropping gems today, you know what I'm saying? I almost feel like I should have graduated from, uh, where'd you graduate from again? Where's that, uh, St. Elizabeth? Yeah, we probably should have graduated from there. What you think? Yeah. Class of 2003. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, excuse me. Wait, what? My headphone was off when I heard. So I heard somebody said class of 2000 and who? Class of 2003. Wow. You don't mean 2013? That's what's up. No, 2003. I also got my my master's. I have my, you know, high school diploma. Yeah. So (laughs) when we told you to hype yourself up earlier, that's what I'm I'm saying. College degree. I got a college degree. And you might not know it from tonight, but I got one. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said you got yeah. a master. Hold up. Nah, go yeah. go in order, right? You got your high school graduate. So I graduated from high school, graduated from Dell State, and then for some odd reason, I went back and got my master's, and I graduated with that in like For some odd reason. Folks, don't look. Hey, she went back. Look look at where she's at right now. Shorty got her master's degree out here doing the damn thing, and then said it like it won't nothing. Like, for some odd reason, I went back and got my master's degree. Like, yo, that's hard. Like, yo, that's cool. Man, hey, that's what's up. Um, I, I definitely I definitely have a, a certain level of respect for people that continue to go back to school and further their education. So definitely kudos for you. Um, that's dope. Oh, thank you. What'd you, what'd you get your master's in? I got my master's is um human service something 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 to do with my my full time job. Exactly, out here with the goddamn the goddamn the uh, the hookah human business, services. bro. That's where it went to the human services for the hookah. Yeah, no, for service. the hookah <laughs> for my daytime job. 
So hold on, Jet. If if the, if your business takes off, which I know it's well, it's already taken off. But if it continues to go and climb, 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 will you be leaving that daytime job? Absolutely not. My daytime job is amazing. My daytime job offers benefits. My daytime job offers pension. These are mm. things that I can rely on should anything go wrong elsewhere. Um, so no, my daytime job is 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 staying. So yeah. Smart businesswoman. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, you're going places. Um, good luck to you for real for real. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, most doubt, most doubt. All right, well, shoot. Um, yeah, y'all, that concludes tonight's episode on uh, Stepping to the Light, Stepping to the Mic podcast with your boy Smooth and my man's M. Dot yep. featuring Miss Jasmine Irvin. Um, thank you so much again for joining us. Um, and we will make sure that these folks reach out to you. Um, okay. And, you know, we'll go from there. Maybe we'll have you on again next time. Absolutely. Give us some more, uh, give yeah. some more gems, you know. Especially with this business stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah, I might I might hit you up for the hookah too, for real, for real. I I think mine I broke. So yeah, yeah, I need that. I got yeah. you. Okay. You got Wait, that love six six? I have love sixty-six just added to the menu. Thank you. Hold on, we ain't we ain't talking about the pricing for the hookah now. How are people gonna know how much that stuff costs? So I mean, are you talking about services? Are you talking about all of it? Explain all of it, Jazz, so they kind of can get all of that. All the listeners. So you got a couple that. options. Um, we have packages, right? Uh, we have a classic package, a luxe package, and a grandeur package. Um, those packages come with a certain amount of hookahs. They come with your sisha, your coal. Um, they come with um, I think that's pretty much it. But the levels of packages um includes or is inclusive of the like the amount of hookahs you get, right? That also comes with services. So if you get the highest package, I think is the grand drawer package, I think it's like maybe eight hookahs and it is about $500. But that's service all night. That's shisha, that's coals. Um, we also have like an a la carte menu. So when we go out and do our vendor options, for instance, when we did, uh, well, let me not talk, talk about trap prices. But <laughs> if you, if you um, see us out, um, at a venue, then um, nine times out of 10, the price is going to be $45. That includes your sisha, your hookah, um, and we service the hookah throughout the time that you're at the event. So that's typically the prices. Um, if someone hits us up to do a vendor option, we usually charge $100 to come out. And then that also includes their personal hookah for the night. Mm. So if you have a party and you say, you know what, I want a hookah, but I don't want to pay for everybody's hookah. You can hire me as a vendor. I come in for $100. That's like travel fees. And I also include in that your personal hookah. So you don't have to worry about buying hookah. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to give you the biggest, nicest hookah I got anyway, because it's your event, your hosting. Um, and then everybody else would just buy their hookah from us. That's what most people mm, use. Dope. dope. Yeah. <laughs> See, my, I'm over here coming up with some stuff right now, for real, for real. That's um, <laughs> that's that's not bad, honestly. Um, that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, Miss Jasmine, we'll we'll be in talk. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll Sounds be in good. Talk, for real, for real. Um, Matt, you got anything else? Nah, I just want to remind the listeners, man. We on Anchor, we on Spotify. Step into the light, step into the to, to the mic podcast, and we on YouTube. So check us out. We have Miss Jasmine here. We've done episodes, so check us out. We got we got good shit we're talking about here, man. Motherfuckers are listening. 
Yeah, no doubt, because we're gonna put these black folks on regardless. Absolutely, um, we gotta put them up, man. Yeah, mo- most definitely. Um, so Miss Jasmine, like I said, thank you again. Um, if you don't mind sticking around for a little bit after I conclude this, but um hire me. Yeah, we might. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> everybody look man look y'all be on the lookout for the next episode it's your boy smooth my man's m dot and we up out of here y'all be easy peace and love man Hi. Hi.